everybody, and welcome into Pace the Nation, broadcasting from Studio 1A here in downtown Arlington, Virginia, the heart of Arlington County. It's Clarendon, of course, back again for episode number 95. A big show to get to today, guys. To help us get through the big show, of course, our co-hosts, and to my right, it's Joanna E. Russo. Joanna, what's up? Uh, so it's February 24th. <laughs> I knew it was going to be weather. I knew it. No, 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 no. no it's not actually weather. not weather. Okay. My question is, what book have you read for February? So I, I've done um, one. I read the, the Like Father, Like Son. That was January. That was January. Well, I'm working on, I'm not done yet. I'm working on the Jay Billis book, Toughness. Trip gave me the book, and I have been plowing my. I mean, slower than I'd hoped, but I am getting through that. So that yeah, will be you got to get to work. Yeah. You only have uh, four days left. <laughs> it's a short month. All right, we'll move on from that topic and bring in our other co-host. It's William e. Docs. Docs, what's up? Well, what book are you going to read in March? <laughs> uh, Do you like how I didn't let him move on from that topic? <laughs> I think M- C. T. McGee gave me a book, and I I don't remember the name. I think it's called Chopping Wood or Chop Wood. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Carry water. Uh, I think so. That'll be my uh, that'll be my book for March. I will I will complete this New Year's resolution. Oh, I'm going to check in on this. All right. Well, please do hold me accountable. Uh, a beautiful day here in downtown Clarendon. I Debatable. Mean, just, do we have the rights to you two's beautiful day? No. <laughs> no. No. I can't put did that. Did Colin in? Hay okay. write it? Um, if Colin Hay did it, then maybe because <laughs> he's signed off on everything for us. That is an old school reference. Um, beautiful day. I mean. Almost 80 degrees today, On Joanna. February 24th. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. like spring break weather here in February. Spring break weather. That's a weird yeah. reference well, for I mean, a 40-year-old. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did, did, did you go to spring break when you were in college? Uh, yeah, we went yeah. to Atlanta, the site of okay. the Olympics, and trained on Lake Lanier. We were That's on the water like three spring. times a day. I'm talking about spring, like old school spring break, like MTV style spring. Do you know even, do, do you know what MTV spring let me, break? Let me ask you a question. Yeah. So we're 95 episodes in, right? Right. Do you think that spring break <laughs> is where I would want to go if I had time off? Yeah, that's true. I think it was more of a, it was, I asked you the question because I knew the answer and I wanted to hear your reaction more than actually curious about what the answer was. <laughs> I, I knew what the answer was. Uh, but do you, rem- I, I, I am, I am int- interested in this. Do you know, do you remember the old school MTV spring break shows? Um, there were special shows about spring break. Well, I, yeah, I, not about spring not, break. See, MTV didn't used to be a reality TV <laughs> right, show. Right. They used to show music videos yeah. and then they would go on location for spring break and have like a party house and have people in there and they would have like bands and blah, blah, blah. It was yeah. the whole thing. Mm. It, it used to be like. I don't know, Carson Daly or MTV, whoever it was. That M and MTV used to be stand for music. <laughs> <laughs> so it would be like the Carson Daly out there at a pool, like, you know, introducing music videos and just a bunch Actually, of... Actually, you know who hosted uh, Spring Break for a while was the guy who does The Talking Dead and, and The Nerdist. Okay, I don't know who that is. Chris Hardwick. Okay, all right. I don't remember him. Was he the Carson Daly of the day? No, he 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 was on. Uh, I, I I don't know why this we're talking about this. Uh, he I think he started out. Um, well, he's a comedian, and then he did the show Singled Out. Okay, which I think they we, like him and Jenny McCarthy. He was mm-hmm. the host for that, and then he moved into like the the Spring Break house. Polly Shore used to host the Spring Break. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, it was a big deal for those few weeks. But did you watch it? Like, I, I found that to be unwatchable. Yeah. Like, I'm sure they were having a good time as I on TV, but I don't. I had zero interest in I, I don't, watching I it. I don't think I really watched it. Even though it. I happen to know every single thing about <laughs> it. There was a bunch of, I mean, it was literally like Hardwick's standing out there with a bunch of scantily clad, like, Co-eds. Co-eds. Yeah, uh, who were in their 20s at the time. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this is 20-some-odd years ago. So. Mm-hmm. so they're probably in their 40s now. <laughs> right, right. right. Uh, but Joanna was not one of those scantily clad spring break girls. Nor was she even aware that this happened. <laughs> I know. Uh, no, of course. All right. Well, big show to get to today, guys. Uh, I'm bringing, sort of bringing back the In the News segment today. A lot of In the News segments. Uh, First off, excited to be joined by in-studio Liam Purdy, who's made big news this week. He's the American University track and field junior who won the Patriot League championship in the 800 meters last week, and he won it wearing one shoe. So we're going to talk to him about that. Uh, The video out there has gone viral. It's crazy. So uh, we're going to talk to uh, Liam about that experience and how exciting it's been over the last week now that he's become famous. Also on today's show, in the news related, we're going to talk about a half marathon cheater and the lengths that she went to to cheat in this half marathon, but she got caught. Uh, and it was uh, a crazy way that she ended up getting caught. But uh, I don't know this story. I'm excited. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then another in the news, a Great Britain runner, former professional athlete, has made a bet with his buddies mm-hmm. that he will get 17 of their names tattooed on himself, I think on his rear, mm-hmm. if he doesn't break 16 minutes in the in the 5K. And we'll talk more about that later on. Well, I hope that there's more to that story because so far a former professional runner breaking 16 minutes in the 5K <laughs> doesn't sound that impressive. That's true. So That's I hope true. there's more to this story. No doubt. Uh, I saw mid-pack biped on the run. I was alone with my son all weekend. My mom out of town, Julie out of town. I got to talk about that. Joanna has a pet peeve that she's got to get into. Uh, And so just a huge show to get to, big show to get to today, guys. Farley, which one of our names is going to come up in Joanna's pet peeve story? (laughs) (laughs) Both. Both of us. Uh, But first I wanted to... I think she doesn't like us for different reasons. (laughs) Right. Well, I, I, want, I wanted to talk about something first that Joanna doesn't like uh, as well, and that's baseball. Uh, baseball. Uh, so, baseball. <laughs> you know, so, Docs and I, uh, give us just a couple minutes on this story. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know who I'm just <laughs> going to go get some water. <laughs> do, you know, okay. do you know who Steven okay. Strasburg is? Uh, is the Strasburg sock named after him? <laughs> no. There is a Strasburg he sock. He plays for the Nationals, Yeah, he plays right? for the Nationals. Is he a pitcher? Pitch, pitcher for the Nationals. Okay. See, often, I know. Often injured pitcher for the Nationals. A, right. Uh, first, round, first overall pick years ago. What's his ago. number? Number 37. Uh, he is a star pitcher for the Nationals if he can stay healthy. Remember that one time when I saw those two kids wearing, one was wearing a Strasburg shirt and the other one was wearing a Bryce Harper shirt and they were both number 37? I do remember and that. And I told yeah. you about that. I and, do. That and was, I said, that hey, really, what's, what's so weird about mind. this? Yeah, uh, yeah, because, of course, everybody knows that Bryce Harper's 34. Of little, course. Little side story. Yeah. Steven Strasburg, San Diego State University, I believe. That's right. San mm-hmm. Diego State University, one of the best pitchers all time in college. Yeah. Uh, came out, huge prospect, maybe the best pitching prospect of all time, but Could has be, yeah. never been able to stay healthy. 
So he's had flashes of greatness, greatness with the Nationals. So is it's like arm injuries or yeah, something? Yeah, arm injuries. Oh, Tommy so I was John, about to say, so. so he's not eating oranges. <laughs> no, I'm not sure if it's that. Or bell peppers. <laughs> <laughs> but he has been injured over and over again. But I'm giving him a chance to be healthy all season long this year because he has started distance running. So Steven Strasburg was interviewed and said, I did a lot more distance running and tapered down the sprint stuff. So powerlifting is out, sprinting is out, distance running is in. He says, I was getting up to six to seven miles in per day. So do you think he ran every day? I think it was every third day. So it's, I think it's every other or every third day. Okay. So he was getting some serious mileage in. So let's say he runs yeah. three, four times a week. I and mean, we're talking 20 to 25 miles a week. Yeah. So if this year Strasburg is healthy, I think we all know what we can uh, attribute his health to. Right. Uh, this show. In the, <laughs> in the 1970s, I think that there was either a, a, a defensive lineman for the Minnesota Vikings mm-hmm. who, who got into distance running and started like running marathons. Yeah, I, I, I do. I don't remember the guy's name. Yeah. I don't remember his name either, but I think he was one of the, the purple people eaters. Uh, but it, it's so somebody somebody let us know who who that guy was. But I think that's even crazier. I mean, it makes sense for like a a, a skinny pitcher to 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 have that fitness routine. Yeah, uh, it's kind of crazy for a defensive lineman who who's needs the body mass to yeah. to like become a marathon runner. Yeah, that that probably doesn't doesn't really make as much sense. But mm-hmm. I, but I, I endorse this. I, I do agree. I I, I I endorse it too. I think that. These guys, you know, if they go seven, eight innings, I mean, that's a a long time to, uh, you know, tax your body and the, especially your lower the lower physical half of your, the physical effort of going seven or eight innings is probably equivalent to like a quarter mile on the track. I was about to say, <laughs> for seven hard. or eight innings, they like stand around. <laughs> no, they what they do don't. they do? It's I mean, they are going the pitchers. Hard the pitchers every are every time. Every pitch, it's like all, all right, out. Well maybe, yeah, the pitcher's a little Especially bit Especially him. He's a power pitcher. He's a power pitcher. So I think him having the, 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 the increased endurance and the, the, the lower half of his body, you know, being in that running shape, I'm telling you, this is going to keep him healthy and have the best year of his career. All right, Dr. Farley. <laughs> <laughs> so I was really excited about that. I'm excited about the baseball season, uh, which, is, which is coming soon. You, you are like a... The Washington Nationals dream. Uh, <laughs> they disappoint you every year. We have to like talk talk to you for two, three weeks when you're depressed when they get eliminated, and then every spring you come in and you're like, "This is the year, guys. This is it. This is, <laughs> the this year. is it. I, I am. I am telling you, this is it." All right. Well, that that is the baseball quota for the show today. But uh, this is why I want you to temper your expectations okay. of the Nationals. Only one of the guys is, is distance running, not all 25. That's true. You need all 25 <laughs> of the Nationals to be to be training for a 10K, and then you have a World Series well, parade. When this when he shows this is successful, then we will get everybody uh, running next next year. Um, all right, so the baseball that's the baseball talk for the day. Joanna, mm-hmm. you can uh, engage in the program again, uh, or you can take the rest of the program but off. I, up to you. <laughs> but I, I did. I, uh, but I do want to talk about me a little bit more about me. I mm-hmm. was home alone with James all last week, and Julie was uh, in Notre Dame, and my mom. I didn't realize that she had booked a a trip 
to Florida the same weekend that Julie was out of town. So it was James and I for Fridays and all of Saturday. She booked the spring break trip to Florida. <laughs> no, no. Did she go to Miami, Daytona uh, Beach? She went to Fort, Fort, Fort Lauderdale. I think she went to Fort Lauderdale. I think, but I was so. I, I was so overwhelmed with watching the kid by myself that mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm not really sure I could tell you. Uh, so I had the kid, and, and literally it was a beautiful weekend, so I'm working the floor and holding the kid while working the floor. Unprofessional or professional? Very unprofessional. Very unprofessional. Yeah, I thought very so unprofessional. I, thought, I got a few sympathy points, but... I don't know. I mean, it's a family business. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't see anything wrong with Listen, it. I mean, I, if you, every day you were like yeah. distracted by... A child that's one thing but I, I don't know when you walk into a family business i think you expect a little bit more relaxed atmosphere okay. all right so one vote for yes one vote for no yeah um <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna make it a habit because it made it impossible to fit fit shoes was how did james feel about being in the store uh, he was he was uh, a little fussy and had a, a diaper blowout too so that one that <laughs> typical made it, that made it d- difficult i thought you had a babysitter uh we do but she doesn't come Fridays or Saturdays. Uh. She was in Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My mom wasn't. Uh, so I, I have also Farley's the babysitter. Remember? <laughs> so I have to. Get, I have to get my runs in. So Friday night's run was here at the at the Clarendon store on the treadmill while watching James sit in his car seat, kind of entertaining him. I'm shaking a rattle while running on the treadmill. Mm-hmm. So that was my my Friday run. Saturday, I got my little brother to give me an hour uh, I was hoping for an hour and a half but I got an hour uh, where he would watch the kid and unfortunately I brought James over and didn't appropriately feed him so he was a nightmare for the entire hour that uh, I had my one hour to myself for those two days I mean you don't need to play violins for me crying I'm not I'm, yeah. I don't feel bad for you at all <laughs> yeah, I, but but uh, I drop him off with with John my little brother and man yeah, unfortunately, poor John. See, but this is this is the problem. Like, if you want people to help, you're supposed to yeah. let them watch the kid when he's sleeping. Yeah, when yeah. he's great. Like oh, that, right. that was no big deal. Right. Anytime. <laughs> right. John right now is like <laughs> yeah. booking the next 16 years of his life, <laughs> that's true. That's uh, true. so that you know, so that he doesn't have to lie that's, about not being available. That's true. That's true. Uh, but I did get the hour run. I went down the canal, and on my run. Uh, I, I see a guy in like an Annapolis uh, ten miler jacket, so I knew it was you know somebody who's into into, into running, does races, mm-hmm. and he yells, "Hey Farley!" Uh oh! And I turn around, and he's like, "Hey, it's Midpack Biped." And I talked to Midpack for a while, and you know he's a big fan of the show. Um, really appreciate him listening and his support. I realized after talking to him, and and, and he's going, he's getting back to running, and real inspiring talk I had with him. He was he's really really good. Enjoyed our, our five minutes there. And I had to keep it to five minutes because John was uh, dealing with a crying baby. But I realized I didn't even know his name. I, he introduced him. We shake hands. He's like, hey, Midpack. Uh, I'm Midpack. Right. You only know his, 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 Twitter uh, handle. his Twitter handle. I was going to comment on that. I think it's funny when people refer to themselves as their Instagram or Twitter handle. You talk about, you refer to yourself as Jotorius DC all the time. Well, because Jotorius was already my nickname before it was my handle. Oh, okay. I jo- didn't know jo- it before jo- that. Jotorious. Yeah, that's what they. I have I have shirts with Jotorious in the back of them. Okay, all right, then that's fair because uh, I I did not introduce myself as Run Pacer, but um, what, he introduced himself as Wayme Docs. I guess mm-hmm. that is his handle. So. Yeah, and also his name. 
Yeah, that's true. His name and his handle. Mm-hmm. That's true. I just want to make things simple, and I don't want to be criticized in your social media class. <laughs> right. The week 13, we're going to dissect William E. Dox's <laughs> Twitter violations, social media violations. That is That, that will be part of the agenda on, uh, on the, my social media class. Uh, but I, I did enjoy talking to Midpack. Everybody should be as big of a fan as Midpack. So if you see me <laughs> running, if you see Dox running, if you see Joe Torius, uh DC running, you know, stop us. Say hello. Uh, we enjoy the shine. All right, guys, we tease it at the top of the show. There was a big track uh, event here uh, last weekend. Liam Purdy won the Patriot League 800 meters, and but that's not the story. Oh, that's not the story. No, okay. that's not the story. He did it without a shoe. He lost a shoe uh, in the first half of the race and finished the race, beating all his competitors uh, in a competitive Patriot League 800-meter finals. With one shoe, he was the champion. So the story has just gone viral. I think Sports Center's picked it up. I think that you know a n- number of other media outlets – None other bigger than Pace Nation. Uh, we were lucky enough to secure an interview with Liam Purdy, and he's going to join us next here on Pace the Nation. All right, welcome back to the program. And now, guys, we are excited to be joined by American University Junior. And this kid has become a viral star <laughs> recently. It's Liam Purdy. Welcome to the show, man. How are you? I'm I'm great. This is uh this is phenomenal. I'm very excited to be here. Well, th- thanks for being here, man. Yeah, you've, of course. You, you you've uh, become this like star recently. I mean, you were in the print version of the Washington Post. <laughs> Do I people mean, still read the print version? Uh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good question. Uh, I mean, Farley collects it. He doesn't read well, it. Well, Liam didn't actually have. I'm I'm glad that I'm going to be able to give him mine because he doesn't have a physical copy. But you need to like yeah, frame I, this. Yeah, man. I didn't know they actually still made paper copies of anything. I thought it was all uh, digital, digital. based. Now, that's so. how you know he's a junior. In college. <laughs> exactly. Uh, he's a junior at American University, and we're going to get As into the race. As they say, once an eagle, always an eagle. That's oh, right. Yep. That's true. Yep. Yep. Joanna is is and was an eagle. Um, we're going to get into the race, but uh, we we wanted to, to start. I wanted to start off and 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 talk about. We've talked a lot about Coach Sensowitz on this program, um, who is the head coach, the director of uh, the American University Track and Field and Cross Country program. How is it running for Coach Sensowitz? Oh, it, it, it's uh, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, just to take you way back to even the college selection process. Um, he there was i just think i remember being with my friends and he left a voicemail on my phone uh telling me he was interested in me coming to the school and as soon as he introduced himself i actually i dropped my phone because <laughs> i was so surprised i was like well, coach matthew centers is calling me this is crazy right um you know my friends were freaking out and it was, it was cool um and running for him is just it's a remarkable experience to uh you know he's he's someone that has running is his life running is his uh his everything and he knows more about it than maybe anyone out there no question and, and you know did you know what what of a what an athlete he was in his day uh when you got that call from him yeah i always knew that he was a phenomenal runner um i didn't know his prs embarrassingly mm-hmm. so when he asked me on the phone uh what his prs were in high school and if I, how well i knew running to test my knowledge uh right. i did have to draw an embarrassing blank um <laughs> right. Right. but i i did know like i said i dropped my phone because I, I knew 
uh, how, how big of a deal it was to be talking to, to this man. So let me let me show you a picture. He was also recently. You're not the only one at AU who's been in the Washington Post recently. Oh. This is a picture of, and we'll tweet it out <laughs> at Pace the Nation. Uh, a picture of, and I, I want to talk about this picture maybe after Liam's uh, on the program here too. But this is a young coach, Centrowitz. <laughs> I mean, mustache. I mean, pretty pretty styling, good looking. It's a, f- a guy, fantastic man. look, absolutely. Yeah, so uh, it it must be great to run for Coach Centrowitz in the yeah. AU, AU program. Does no. he try to encourage any of you guys to grow a mustache? Oh, I think uh, <laughs> it's kind of it depends on who it is. Some people get a little <laughs> made fun of for facial hair. Other people uh, get encouraged to get more. I can't grow any, so if it came in via probably on the made fun of spectrum yeah. of things yeah. <laughs> but maybe now you don't look like a mustache guy no <laughs> I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you yeah i think uh, i think i'm better off this way well you uh, are are have come you know big news recently because of of the race you came into the this weekend's patriot league championship uh you know <clears throat> trying for the you know the going after the 800 meters and trying to win the 800 meters the former uh, Patriot League champion was in the race, and a few other uh, other good runners. And you had a really good race the night before in the relay. So talk about the night before uh, the race where you lost your shoe. Yeah. Um, do you want the like the relay? Yeah, uh, the relay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we, we basically just brought together. We brought four guys to um, to run at this race, and then one one male jumper. Um, and the four guys there were going to be the relay that okay. that performed and. I remember the day before, I don't think any of us really had vision that we that we had how much potential we actually had going into this race to um to win the mm-hmm. way we did. And I remember warming up that morning, um, running to the track and just thinking to myself, like, okay, like this is gonna be a good race, you guys are gonna place well because you have potential to do that at least, but don't completely tire yourself out for tomorrow um because even going into that weekend i was fighting off a pretty what felt like a pretty nasty head cold Mm -hmm. um and the last thing i want to do was agitate it for the next day um so yeah i mean we just kind of ran to the track and we were sitting around while we were warming up for the actual race i kind of started realizing like you know this could be something actually really good like we have a pretty good great shot yeah we have you know phenomenal phenomenal guys um yeah and then we, we we get there and the gun goes off, and I'm watching uh, Aladin Turba go and run the first leg, and he's in this phenomenal position. He makes a, a beautiful move and puts us right with the leaders, hands it off perfectly right where he, where he should have, um, hand it off to Chandler Ross, who's a sophomore. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I mean, this guy, uh, a huge PR for him in the relay, uh, phenomenal. He, it was like a 156 before he got there, um, mm-hmm. and he dropped four seconds down to a 152. Wow. and you know, that's because he just wanted to perform and you know that passed off to Matthew Rainey who's another sophomore who um he got it just about even with first and he was running his leg and I'm watching him run and with 400 meters to go he makes this huge move and puts us into first and starts trying to, to, oh, to man. gap so and now now yeah you, now you're gonna get the baton first there's a lot of pressure there yeah exactly so I'm, I'm as I'm watching each leg I'm like huh that was that was really mm, good I yeah. might have to run now right and, you know the next guy goes I'm like I'm, I'm definitely gonna have to do this now and uh so I get it with a with a gap in first place from Matthew and uh there's this moment where I get the baton and I realize that this can go two ways either I can make something great or or, or be the big goat yeah exactly yeah, right. exactly and uh i think that just fueled me to you know watching these guys perform perfectly made me want to uh 
cinch that victory for everyone and you know it by no means was an individual thing everyone right. just ran uh that's the beautiful thing about our team we just have that connection with one another where we want to be good for each other and want to be at our best and i think that showed perfectly in that relay well you guys won and that was awesome uh you cl you did uh, the last leg in 150 yep. which is a phenomenal time you're personal best time yeah huge pr and must have given you a lot of confidence so for the folks who who, who are you know not don't know track meets that well that you know a lot of these relays or, or, or different events will happen one night and then you'll have your individual events um you know the next day or saturday and as kind of the main event so you're really gunning for that individual race that individual 800 the next day so that's great that must have given you some confidence going into the next day after running a pr yeah yeah absolutely um so the cool thing was going into that race i was seated off at a 152 mm -hmm. um and that was that was converted from a flat track so I, i'd still yet to actually run that time um but you know going out i felt felt smooth i felt relaxed i felt uh uh focused and to run a 150 huge pr for me for my entire college career um from what uh what was your, what was your pr before that i think 53 um wow. yeah it's wow, you know, a big time yeah so about three three second drop and it's just a, a huge mental change is what, what i really think brought it about yeah so the next day is the race that everybody saw and we will yeah. tweet out the link uh again at pace the nation uh, it was the final of the 800 meters. Um, how, how'd you feel? I mean, you were you were going up against the the, the Patriot League champion from the yeah. year before. I mean, but you had to have some confidence from the night before. How did you feel going into the race? Yeah, I mean, you know, right off the bat, um, Ethan Holman and uh, Trevor Touchton from uh, Boston University and Army, respectively, are you know I knew they were phenomenal competitors. They're they're fantastic runners. Um, going into that race. Uh, it was, I kind of just remembered all the training I've done. I remember hitting my times before we even got to Boston and uh, knowing I was in the shape that I needed to be. Uh, the feeling was reinforced the night before when I ran the, the 150 in the relay leg alone um, that, I, that I could hang with these guys and that uh, it was going to be a race between the three of us. Um, and, you know, just right before the race, my coach looked at me and said, just stay loose when the gun goes off and this race is yours. Just make sure that you are ready to go. And did loose mean your shoes loose? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he was referring to my uh, my shoelaces oh, specifically. Yeah, yeah, Keep yeah, them yeah. nice and loose. And we so thought. it's coach's fault. I got yeah, it. Yeah, it was, a, it. it was a miscommunication <laughs> yeah. between him and I. <laughs> no, so you, so a couple laps in, so it's a 200-meter track there. And it, this race was in New York, right? Uh, uh, Boston. Boston. Yeah, I'm sorry, Boston. Boston. So, so Boston University. So it's a 200-meter track. Yep. So a couple uh, <clears throat> laps in, you are, you're running fine. You're in position that you like. And then, yeah, uh, not even a couple laps in, uh, it was uh, 300 meters into the race, uh, on the back turn. Uh, I feel a little sharp sting in my heel and, mm. uh, my shoe is my, my heel is flopped out of my shoe and it's under my shoes underneath my foot. Now, do you, do you have an idea how the shoe came off? Yeah. I, I was looking back at the, the race video and I mean, everything happens so fast, right. and it's different angles of the camera, but, um, it looks like one of the runners, behind me was trying to fade in on the turn because you know you don't want to be on the outside when you're when you're uh, running especially indoors um so it looked like they were just trying to fall in back into the line must have uh, got a little close and clipped the heel off which lap did you say that was 
Uh, so that was that was a lap and a half into the race. Into right. a four lap race. Yeah, into a four, four lap, lap race. race. Yeah. Yeah. Two hundred meters per lap. Yeah. So yeah. it was about three hundred meters in. Uh, and, you know, three hundred meters in, it was clipped. Three hundred fifty meters in, it was off, and uh, I had four hundred fifty meters to go uh, barefoot. So you had a lot of like. Now Dan Steinberg from the Washington Post interviewed you. A great interview. Mm. I mean, on with Dan. Dan Steinberg's big time, man. This is awesome. <laughs> thank you. Thank um, you. So you had a lot of conscious thoughts throughout. Yeah. Which was really yeah. bizarre. Oh like, my god! Right? <laughs> like I think with the 800. I'm like I'm I'm used to running. You know, you're out there running a marathon. You know, so I feel like yeah, you can have some conscious thoughts. But I feel like the 800, you just react. But not <laughs> Liam Purdy. He's like breaking down, like I don't writing know. books. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, I think I think it's because like the first thought. You know, you know like, when your life flashes before your eyes, yeah. like near death moment. Uh, you you see your whole life in an instant, and that's uh, what they say. Yeah, now, yeah, that's what they I, say. Do, do you know that? I would, I would, I wouldn't know that. Well, from this race, I would right, know because right, my first exactly. thought was, you know, the coach is going to kill me. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I thought that was it. <laughs> so they gave me a lot of clarity with where I've uh, where I've been in my life. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, a lot. You know, the first thing that goes through your mind is just uh, you process what happens, and I had to realize that my shoe was half off my foot, and that uh, that I needed to get rid of it, and. It was kind of just a definitive moment. I mean, I said this in the in the paper every interview, but uh, our team motto that coach teaches us from from day one is "mind leads the body." Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I feel like that was a, a strong representation of it that I just kind of realized it was going to compromise if it stayed. Uh, kick it off. Have faith in yourself. Have faith in your training, and uh, my my mind led it from there. Now, did you kick it off into the stands <laughs> so that like a lucky fan had a souvenir? <laughs> yeah, actually, I uh, signed it on the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I kicked it off, signed it midair, and then <laughs> yeah. Yeah, flew off. Yeah. No, he didn't do that, Doc. <laughs> but he did have a lot of like conscious thoughts, as I said. Um, one of the things you said in the article uh, for the post was, "I couldn't help but think this is going to be one <laughs> remarkable story." Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's crazy that that you actually thought that. Yeah, I think I think that was just the um, the, the adrenaline talking because yeah. I, I figured. You know, if my shoe's gonna come off at the conference race, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna have to win this now. Right. Like, I, like if it wasn't I gonna have to win positivity. before. Yeah. I mean, I would have been like, Oh, this is over, I'm out. <laughs> no, no. You know, in the infield, no like excuses. really ticked off. I know. Yeah. It was it was yeah, I mean it, this is, it's track and field. It's um it, it's planning for for a race to go a very specific way, mm-hmm. um, and then consistently throwing that plan out the window because it never <laughs> actually goes that way. So do you do visualization <clears throat> before your races? Yeah, so, absolutely. But had you um, had you had a visualization exercise where you were like, "What do I do if my shoe falls off?" No, no. Uh, <laughs> you know, you can't prepare for something. Right. You know, you never expect. Uh, you know, you you don't count for being clipped, but let alone uh, entirely barefoot uh, or half barefoot yeah. for uh, most of the race. You don't visualize for that. But it was, uh, I think, visualizing just for the feeling of winning and having everything finally come together uh, had that umbrella underneath it as yeah. a whole. Well, another thought that you had uh, during the race that was in the paper was that you were concerned, obviously, running with... I would have dropped out of the race. I'm impressed yep. that you kept going. Um, you were concerned <clears throat> about you know, your foot. Mm. Now, I mean, if, if people haven't run on a track before, I mean, the track isn't a smooth surface. I mean, it's, it's a rigid probably pretty painful surface to run on uh, barefoot yeah uh, um so that. you said maybe you know because you felt probably after a few steps that the foot didn't hurt and you said maybe these people were wrong about about you know being painful to run or maybe my foot's not going to get <laughs> trashed in this uh this 500 meters that i have left yeah um 
yeah i think i think you know all these thoughts weren't at the the moment of the right. shoe coming off there we right. kind of spread out i had a lot of time right. to think still <laughs> right. um but uh yeah i think that one that one popped into my mind going into the last lap the the, the bell lap when uh everything was kind of coming together um i remember yeah i did think that because i was you know all my friends are like don't run on track barefoot it's right. gonna tear you up and i was i was like oh, this isn't painful at all i'm, I'm <laughs> hanging out you know who these guys need to do this more often this is right. great um it wasn't of course until you know it's funny because on the the video they have me still running through the infield because <laughs> i have so much adrenaline right. pumping i'm so excited and uh there's an instant where I look down and I actually see that my foot is uh, is a lot more damaged than I thought it was going to be. Um, and I, I stop instantly. I stop right. running entirely. I'm just like, oh. Oh, man. Is- this is going to be worse than I thought. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So did you feel pain that 500 meters without the shoe? No, no. It was it was crazy. It didn't, uh, I didn't feel a thing. It just felt, I mean, naturally it felt uh, less, like less traction, less comfortable. But right. um as far as pain goes, I think I was just so much in the zone to uh, to getting to that finish line, so much adrenaline that uh, it wasn't time to feel it. Did you notice any difference, the fact that you don't have a spike on one shoe? Right. Were you fighting making the turn early because like your body just wanted to run around in circles? Yeah, um, so the, the biggest... One of the things I didn't even think of was trying not to get spiked again in a bare foot. You know, I, yeah. I realized that after. But um, if you actually watch the video back, I'm not gonna say I have good form because I don't. My form is <laughs> disgusting. I got a lot to fix. But um, if you look at the video, I am pigeon-toed insanely just out, and that's because um, you know, it was it was in a in a spike, so it's a sweaty foot on a on a slippery kind of surface because the the bank tracks up and down. Um, and I, I found myself just digging my foot into the floor as much as possible for traction. Wow. Yeah, and it was just, it was really just kind of, I mean, no one can see what I'm about to do, but it was kind of like step, pivot my foot, and then push off of it. So I was just grinding it into the track to try and uh, compensate for the lack of uh, traction. Did your competitors know that you, you lost a shoe? Uh, during the race? Yeah. Uh, I would hope not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I imagine the guy behind me that saw the shoe fly out of the air was probably a little uh, confused. Um, but other than that, I don't think... It, it, it was no one actually knew um except for like maybe the keen-eyed people my parents didn't even know wow. uh, i had to point it out to them is that right yeah um so i think my competitors really only knew either from the video after the fact or uh by me walking up and like congratulating them and them looking down so you outkicked the field amazing fashion with one shoe running one <laughs> 153 yep um you know so this is your first patriot league championship yeah. Uh, chip individual championship you know you had the relay the night before but it, what what a what a way to get it man yeah thank you thank you um it's, it's been wild it's a uh since i got here it's just been a matter of uh it's, it's been something that i really really wanted and i think um it took it took this year for me to realize that i can have that right you know it's you, when you can't you come in as an underclassman you see all these people that are older than you and you know have more time you're like wow this is you know they they they're probably better than you, and I think it finally took uh, this entire year for me to be like, listen, you can you can hang with them, like you can you can do this. I mean, it it took a lot of belief winning with one shoe, and you know the the and we, again we will tweet out the link of the announcer. The announcer's yelling, he's running with one sneaker. <laughs> yeah. I was like, sneaker? <laughs> yeah, that I mean, was, yeah, they got I mean, a lot of backlash. <laughs> did, did it really get a lot of backlash? Yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, I mean, I thought the announcer did a great job. Oh, I loved yeah, it. I yeah, thought it was. I, mean, yeah. I didn't even notice. I mean, maybe because I was in the race and I was like watching myself and listening to the hype. But uh, watching the video back, I was. Uh, 
you know, I didn't mind it too much, but yeah, he said uh, Liam Purdy sans sneaker, which I yeah. thought that was that's nice. <laughs> yeah, that was, you should that get was, t-shirts. Yeah, that. Sans, yeah. I might actually. That's a good idea. Yeah, I might do idea. that. Um, see who who picks up on the. I you know, see who the runners are out there. Um, but yeah, I was going through like the 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 Twitter and uh, the Twitter comments and mm-hmm. the Instagram comments, and a lot of them would just be like sneaker. Yeah, really? Like you're saying sneaker? One person <laughs> said like. To ESPN, they were like, with all your knowledge of sports, you're going to call it a sneaker. I'm <laughs> I was like, Whoa. Pure purist. And me, the running, <laughs> yeah. me, the running shoe guy. I, I just, first of all, it's a running shoe if he's running a running shoe. Yeah, not a sneaker. And somebody who runs a, a 150, you know, half half mile is running in a spike, not a sneaker or a running shoe. So anyway, that's if it, was, if it was a sneaker. If it wasn't a sneaker. Phenomenal. No wonder you kicked it off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a little heavy. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so you went to the uh, you, you you get to the podium afterwards. Mm. Is there b- blood everywhere? I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it was <laughs> yeah. You know, next again, question. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I was hobbling around. I finally yeah. got to the podium. Um, With or without shoes on? Without. I figured. I made a point not to get my shoe on because yeah. I figured if That's I your ran, thing now. yeah, if yeah. I ran this race without yeah. a shoe, I'm gonna take the the photo without the shoe. Son <laughs> right. sneaker to yeah. say. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I respect the no shoe game in the photos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah anyway. he does. Do- Docs is a no shoe guy in the oh, photos, okay. which is kind mm-hmm. of okay. a random coincidence. But mm-hmm. yes, so so you go to the podium to get your award. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I knew it was bleeding because, I mean, you know, I saw it. Um, I didn't know how, how badly exactly. and I, I still don't think I know. Um, yeah. But when I went over to the uh, the training area, um, the guy who was treating me uh, said to me, yeah, like right after you were up there, they, they called me over and they were like, yeah, we got a, we got a champion bleeding all over the place. So we <laughs> kind of need you to clean this up right now. And he thought it was always it was funny. Just, I mean, at least you know, first place blood. Than, uh, yeah. Than yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so it was kind of just trailing. You could see where I was going, basically, so if you needed to find me. <laughs> yeah. not, you're not going on the run on the lamb. With, with no. The, yeah, no, with no. The, the, yeah. I'll leave a trail. So how's, how's your foot now? It's, uh, it's, it's a lot better um, than one would imagine. Um, Can you even, run? Yeah, yeah. I've been running on it. Um, I did a workout on Tuesday with the team. Uh, I, I flatted up for it, and uh, to answer any question, like, I go barefoot for both spikes and flats. Uh, so I was barefoot in that. So as you well. don't have socks. Yeah, no socks, no gotcha. socks at all. And uh, uh, it went well the workout, but I was definitely compensating. It was it was uh, a little bit painful, so I'm not going to work out for a while. But long runs, totally fine, not an issue. Well, you tweeted out a picture of the foot. Mm, uh, you yeah. can follow him. It's Graham Masta Purdy on Twitter. He tweeted out a picture, <laughs> and it looked like, uh, I mean, a pretty decent gash, mm. but you know, nothing that was, uh, um, nothing that was, you know, I, I was expecting a lot worse. I'll well, finally, honest. the picture you're yeah. looking at is bandaged up. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. Well, there is another. There is an. There's he a, did tweet out the picture. Nice image of the. And of I would the say, it, what is it? A, a, a couple inch gash. I'll, I'll find it for Docs here in a little bit. But. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. Um, it was not as bad as it could have been. Um, and I think that definitely uh, goes just back to where my form was at at that time because I was just kind of I was on the outside digging in and pushing off the best right. that I could. So that's where all the pressure was. Um, it's definitely something that looks way way worse than it actually mm-hmm. feels though, which is uh, which is cool. It's it's just a. Two inch guy, a glorified rug burn. Right. Uh, it's just really deep. That's that's yeah. the worst of it, but it's nothing bad. So you finish the race, you win the race, uh, which is so awesome. But you probably think, you know, ah, this is cool, but that's probably the end of it, right? Yeah, yeah. I was uh, just gearing up to just enjoy the the conference title yeah. alone. And and then um, when did you realize that this kind of picked up traction? 
Yeah. Um, the story picked up traction. <laughs> um, basically, when I got up there after being bandaged, um, again, one of my teammates in Rel- uh, Relay Mace Chandler said to me, uh, you know, he goes, oh, maybe this will be picked up on SportsCenter. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I looked at him. I was like, I rolled my eyes. And I was right, like, no right. Like, like Sports Center is checking out college track and field right, right now. Yeah, right. way to go, man. Nice. It's hot. College track and field. <laughs> college cross country. <laughs> it's hot. Yeah. Um, guy gets hit is... by a deer. <laughs> yeah. The guy in the you know at, at cross country nationals bloodies his face. I mean, it is like, but unfortunately, it's hot with like tragedy on the yeah, course. Yeah, like the know? random events. Yeah, random. Picked up. Yeah, yeah. But so the guy, so your buddy or your teammate says maybe it's picked up on Sports Center. Yeah, and I, you know, I rolled my eyes and I was right. like, oh yeah, yeah, dude. And uh, um, what's it called? So about about twenty minutes later, and uh, I was trying to remember how it happened exactly, and this is actually how it went down. Um, I got tagged an Instagram post from Sports Center by another one of my teammates, and. Wow. Uh, that's kind of how I how I found it out. And from there, like I was like, do I tell people or <laughs> do I let them find it on their own? I don't know so do. you didn't self promote. No, SportsCenter no. Just randomly just picked it up. Um, yeah, one of the people uh, that worked for the Patriot League Network actually sent it into them. Wow. Uh, and ha- had the was like, hey, look at this, and I guess they really they really loved it. Wow. Yeah, good, and then good, put it up. Good for them for doing that. Did you yeah. see it? I mean, did you see it later that day or the next next morning on on TV? Oh my God! I didn't even see it the next day. I saw it uh, that night. It was wow. uh, it went right up. I was uh, we were traveling through the airport because we uh, we were going back to to DC right after um, racing, and I'm walking through the airport and we walk past one of the sports bars, and there I am running on TV. My uh, assistant <laughs> coach uh, Chris hits me on the on the shoulder. And he's like, "Hey." Like look at that! It's it's me, and it's like, in the airport. Yeah, in in the airport. Wow. Did you go into the bar and tell everybody yeah. that's me? <laughs> I, I did. Um, so the first time I didn't because I caught the tail, and the second time where I actually saw it, I ran in. It was a a barbecue place, um, <laughs> <laughs> and I ran in. I stood there, and I was like like soaking it in, like looking around to see if anyone was like, oh wait, that guy, wait that's that's the guy. Guy. he looks so familiar. Yeah. Um, but no, no, no. Nobody. One, I mean, we were in the airport at like it was like uh, ten o'clock at night or nine o'clock at that point, but uh. You know, it was just it was really uh you know, shocking, awesome and just to see myself on T V running. Yeah. It's great. That is re- really cool. Uh so you were picked up obviously by Sports Center, like we just mentioned, and uh Dan Steinberg from the post. What other other places? I mean, I feel like it's oh. o- online is is like thousands and thousands of views yeah the the, the craziest thing is even <clears throat> even i like at the you know the, the person in the video i don't know how far this has gotten right um it's cool because i made it on to i don't know if you guys know a world star world star hip-hop yeah, yeah well uh the the not the hip-hop part okay, but like so okay. the, the umbrella okay. of world star <laughs> okay. itself yeah it's a big, like yeah, all of the cool videos yeah, yeah, all the yeah. Cool well, i thought it was just world star hip-hop so, yeah so did i, I. That's I how it started <laughs> okay okay so yeah, uh, I, I was on World Star uh, Sports Illustrated online at least put something out about it. I found out yesterday. Uh, Campus Insider. Uh, Pace, the Pace, Pace, Pace the Nation. Pace the Nation. <laughs> I mean. Whoa! Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. It's just, it's been it's been crazy because every time I think that it's over, there's another level that <laughs> <laughs> pops up, um, and that's that's been the most wild. I mean, I'm getting friends sending me. 
uh, a link saying like, oh, I, uh, my friend Chris sent me, uh, he goes, oh, I didn't know you spoke Spanish. And it's a Spanish report. And he goes, or French. And it's sent me a French report. <laughs> or Italian. As wow. it, all these different is everywhere. Do you, do you translate those to make sure that the message is <laughs> okay? To make sure yeah. that they quoted yeah. me correctly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I haven't done that yet, but I probably should. Make, make sure, yeah. Make sure you, every time the sand sneaker gets in there. Because that, <laughs> that's, that's going to be your new great line. It's going to be your new You should trademark it. Trademark I'm actually going to take you off on that shit. Yeah, because I mean. I, I yeah. mean, you know, this is, you know, it, this isn't your just your 15 minutes. We're going to hear from Liam Purdy again. Yeah. But I mean, eventually, you know, this is going to probably die off. Maybe not. I mean, maybe. Yeah, not, I mean, it'd, be, it'd be cool if it just kept going up yeah, and up and up yeah, and keep, up and up. Keep, but, uh, now, now, here's here's the real advice. Okay. What are you doing outdoor season to top this? Right. Oh, um, because because <laughs> this is this is not going to last. But you're going to you're going to have to just keep upping it you know yeah. yeah i've been doing a lot of upper body strength work so i'm mm-hmm. thinking just hands just hand running hand, 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 yeah. hand, hand yeah. based okay. racing yeah that's um I, I think that'll be the next uh, i think that's the next frontier for if, track and field if you could win a 800 <laughs> meters on your hands if, you could, yeah, <laughs> if i get beat uh, by somebody i quit that's the day yeah. i quit all, just yeah. all somebody hands, running yeah. on their hands yeah i think that's i think that's the next level to track and that's field. awesome well you do you have i mean it's big time you've got your pr agent sam here from au yeah, who's yeah. who's <laughs> You know, traveling, sure good. traveling around with you. Um, are there people around campus? Do people? Uh, I mean, are there people who've who've recognized you or said something to you? Yeah. Um. Outside of people that I've just been generally friendly with, mm-hmm. um, I, I've been walking around. People. Uh, I was I was on the the shuttle the other day and uh, coming back from one of the little towns that we have, and the girl sitting across from me on the bus is you know looking at me. I look back and she goes. I, I don't know if this is like weird and I'm like so <laughs> sorry but like are you the guy that ran with one shoe? No. <laughs> this is I was going to ask you how many dates you got out I of know. this. I don't, I don't know but I mean I am I am available. <laughs> <for now>. <laughs> <laughs> You're uh, not too proud to parlay. Yeah, I'm definitely. <laughs> I won't, I'm not afraid to advertise yeah. that. Um, <laughs> so just randomly on the bus. Wow. Yeah, and you know, just walking around campus, looking at people. Hey, Liam, nice race. I mean, nice. yeah, thank you so much. Like, it's just, it's wild to to see. Um, how much it, it's picked up, you know, it was, a, it was one of the, the uh, trending moments on uh, on Twitter wow. yesterday, and it's still it's still there in the sports section. You can just nice. see it. And they have Is a, there like, like a, a hashtag t- t- trending? Or? No, but we, should, we can get it sand going. Shoe. Yeah, hashtag <laughs> sand, 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 sand sneaker. Hashtag sand sneaker. No, but, but Liam, with all of this fame, you still seem so humble. How do you stay <laughs> grounded? It's just, uh, you know. Yeah, I put my pants on one leg at a time. Yeah, exactly. No, um, and the shoes just one at a time. One at all. Um, yeah. it's just, I think it's really cool. I, I, um, I'm excited to to take this ride, take this journey, and see how far it's going to go because it's it's just a blast. Yeah. Um, the support's been uh, indescribable. Um, but I think it's it's just because I've been running since I was in seventh grade. I know mm-hmm. how track and field works, and I think um. Yeah, this is what track and field is. Track and field is um, that that desire, that grit to just mm-hmm. keep going, and you know, cross country too, running in general. Um, just keep going even when things aren't going your way. You know, I don't think I did too much of anything different than anyone that wanted a championship position would have ended up doing. I just think um, the great announcing, great video capture, and the fact that I won. Uh, you know, I think people just uh, just really like to see someone. Um, working their way through something automatically and still still overcoming it well said that that is very true uh but it isn't the i mean this is you know indoor season is probably winding down now and you've probably got some big plans 
probably running with with both shoes for outdoors. Yeah, yeah, what, what, yeah. What do you hope to do outdoor season here? Now that you got this Patriot League championship, individual championship, just ride this momentum. Um, you know, it's just uh, I came into this this school my freshman year uh, in the fall with a knee injury that I couldn't explain. It just happened one day, and mm-hmm. I couldn't I couldn't walk sometimes. I couldn't run anytime. Um, and then I started getting back on my feet again, finished up the outdoor season last year. Um, actually, I guess a, a year ago from today, I was getting diagnosed with a, a stress fracture in my tibia, hmm. um, from just overcompensation and uh, bad form. <clears throat> but, um, you know, for the outdoor season, the, the number one thing is stay healthy and continue this train of just healthy, healthy running. Um, secondarily ride the momentum. Um, I know I've got a lot of pe- uh, potential now moving forward i know what i can do um and just see where it goes you know the 800 has been very kind to me um in the uh, indoor season and you know i want to see where it can go in the outdoor season with some with some faster stuff well that's awesome man Uh, it really is kind of a story of perseverance and you know fun story but really some (laughs) learnings in there i mean you know don't give up and you know don't quit and be ticked off on the infield like i would have been yeah (laughs) You know, who knows what can happen? Yeah, I mean, at, at, the, at the end of the day, success is like anything Anything you want to do is as as simple and as utterly impossible as just having faith in yourself and mm-hmm. faith in, in what you've done to get to that point. And, you know, during that entire race, I was just remembering all the time and energy my coaches and my team have put into me. You know, I have no doubt that I've the best coaches, the best program, the best uh, teammates that you can you can find. And I think it was just when the shoe came off, I remembered everything that I did to get to that point and was not going to let it uh, all, all slip away just because of that one moment. That's awesome, man. Well, we really appreciate you joining us. It's Liam Purdy. He is both the 4x8 Patriot League champion with his teammates and the individual 800-meter <laughs> champion, Sand sneaker. <laughs> Great job, man. I really appreciate it. And thank you to Sam for, for coming out yes. here from AU. I've been dragging uh, around all over yeah, the place. So it's been awesome. Great. So I, I really appreciate you guys allowing us to sit down with you. And uh, best of luck to you. And thanks for joining us here on Pace the Nation. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. There he goes. That's Liam Purdy, Jr. at American University. This is Pace the Nation. We'll take a quick break and be right back after this. All right, welcome back to the program, and thank you again to Liam Purdy for joining us. That's M-A-S-T-A, Grandmaster Purdy, on Twitter. So give him a follow. You can see what his foot looks like. Uh, good interview. Do you think in the spring everybody in the Patriot League is going to be running in <laughs> one shoe at, at the outdoor meet? <laughs> Could be. That's a good question. Might have started a trend. Uh, and And, hey, you know, Follow follow what works, I guess. It's I mean it's like in the NFL. It's the NFL is a copycat league. Right. And just wondering if the Patriot League is a copycat <laughs> league as well. Right. Could be. Um, very good interview. Good composed guy. Uh, very impressed with with Liam. So uh, enjoyed having him on the program. Um, I wanted to ask you guys real real quick, uh-huh. uh, just real quick. I, I showed him. I thought, this, I thought we already talked about spring break. <laughs> I showed him. It kind of looks like spring break now that you mention it. I showed him a picture of his coach, Matt Sensowitz, running in the 1980 U.S. Olympic trials in Eugene. 
where he is uh, competing in the 5,000 meters, and you see the picture. I think I've shown you guys the picture. Kellen yeah, Song, you sent it to us. Kellen Song did the, the interview uh, or, or did the article on Matt and Matthew. And uh, uncovered that gem. Yeah, and uncovered that picture. Look how many people are shirtless. In yeah, this I know. background. You, you mentioned that. I don't think that's. I don't think it's that crazy. I think it's crazy. I I think I went to the uh, Olympic trials in Sacramento, mm-hmm. and it was like a hundred degrees on the track. I'm pretty sure that people were not wearing the, their shirts in in that stands as well. All right, maybe you're it's right. Probably just a really hot day. Maybe you're right, but I just think I I just can't imagine going now to Eugene and a bunch of. I, I mean, I think they'd be thrown out. No uh, way. If, if, they, were, if really? they were shirtless. Really? I mean, there is like 50 guys in this picture shirtless. <laughs> Why are you so interested in shirtless guys <laughs> I anyway? I don't know. I don't know. It just it just struck me I, about that picture. It just was uh, it, just, it, it just it was a weird, weird deal. I don't know. But yeah, I am obsessing a little bit on it. So mm-hmm. um, anyways. Uh, I do like looking at the pictures and like looking at all the people in the background. Yeah. It's crazy. Like all these people have their whole futures in front of them. And now they're probably like <laughs> disenchanted with life. <laughs> life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everything was so great. Back Everything then, was great then. They yeah. went to track meets without their shirts on. And now <laughs> they've got two mortgages. Right. Kids don't talk to them. And they have to wear a shirt. And, and yeah. And, and they wouldn't be caught dead shirtless now. Do yeah. you know what their budget is for shirts? It's <laughs> way more than it used to be. <laughs> way more. All right. <laughs> all right. I was just, it was just a weird thing. All right. All right. I, I know. I, I will stop obsessing over it. All right. Joanna, we've been <clears> waiting <throat> to get to this. You have a pet peeve you got to uncover today on the, on the show. Yeah, I have show. a new pet peeve. Can, okay. can Farley and I vote on whether or not it's actually a pet peeve? Yes. Okay, we will vote, um, but give us, what's what's the story? Give us a little background first. So, you know, my old house, we had a nice alley, and so our garbage cans went to the alley, and then a garbage truck came down the alley and picked them up. Mm-hmm. But in my new house, we put our garbage cans out onto the street. So you move it out to the sidewalk, and the garbage truck comes by in like front of your house and picks up the trash. Mm. So I have a new problem, which is that, people who are walking their dogs pick up their dog's poop and then put the bag in my trash can out on the sidewalk and this this latest person didn't even like tie up a knot in the bag so now there is dog poop all over my trash can yeah okay all right i've got to vote on whether that's a legit pet peeve or not the fact that we have to reset her levels on her microphone (laughs) (laughs) also (laughs) demonstrates how uh, much of a pet peeve that is. This is passionate. She Joanna, I have in my neighborhood, I have people where my trash can will be out and my recycle bin is out and dog owners put their dog waste in the recycle bin. I'm like, can't, are you serious? <laughs> what you're is five, wrong with people? You're yeah. five centimeters away from an actual trash can at the very least. Yeah. So I, I, I think it's unanimous in here. I think that is a fair pet peeve. I think that's fair. And I have to say that I, one time when I was walking Luigi, we were very far from home or not near any like public trash cans. And one time I did that and I felt terrible about it. And mm-hmm. I was certain that I was going to get arrested. You'll never forget. Because <laughs> I thought it was illegal to put trash in somebody else's trash can. Yeah. I, I, um, I feel badly too. I, I feel the same way. I, I don't know if I've ever actually done it, but I usually just take, I don't really walk 
London. You don't so. really clean up after your dog, <laughs> so you don't have that problem. No, I don't really want. I just take her to the dog park with yeah. these public trash cans, and I do clean up after her. Mm-hmm. That would be what kind of savage? If you if you don't clean after your up after your dog, you are a savage. Mm-hmm. Or if you put in an open bag so that the yeah. the yeah. poop falls all in somebody else's trash can. That's bad. I wish I knew who's who did that. I'm gonna watch from my window. What a waste of your life. <laughs> Set up a camera. Find out who this is. Yeah, beware. If you live somewhere in D.C., we're not going to give any uh, spoilers mm-hmm. on the exact location, but if you live somewhere in D.C., you better stop doing that. Somebody is watching. Watch. Although it might not be that hard to figure out because it's a neighborhood in D.C. where they put the trash on the curb and not in the alleyway. That's all so, over D.C. So we've already eliminated uh, a lot of places. It's true. Very true. All right. Legit pet peeve. Fair enough. Thank you. I'm glad I got to get that off my chest. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll uh, keep us updated if you find the culprit. Oh, I will. <laughs> Can we have them on the show? <laughs> yes. We definitely. If you find the culprit, we it's going to be have them like a Jerry Springer show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that would be great. Uh, all right. But but just to play devil's advocate, what if it's Farley home for the weekend by himself with James walking London, uh, baby in the other hand, hasn't slept. Right. So, you know, maybe there's a circumstance where, okay, it's really, it's not the best thing that happened, but, you know. Yeah. No. No, (laughs) no slack. Okay. What if it's somebody in that situation, but not Farley? No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You've you've, uh, made your position clear. I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. All right, let's move on to all the right. next topic. So, all right, so we, we, we talked about, you know, a lot of in the news stories here. I, I wanted to bring up a guy from Great Britain named mm-hmm. Colin McCourt. He mm-hmm. is a former professional runner, 1500 meter, 5K runner uh, for Great Britain, made a few world teams, really fast runner. What is his PRs? His PRs are uh, 355 in the mile okay. and, and 1345 uh, in the uh, 5K. That's legit fast. So he's mm-hmm. legit fast uh-huh so he's he's gone sub 14 in the 5k yes he's done right. sub 14 in the 5k right. so he was training for the olympics didn't make the london games in 2012 totally gave up running and just let himself go it sounds familiar <laughs> i think he was i think he was really disappointed uh in 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 the and what happened in the london olympics being a great britain athlete and all that stuff so we mm-hmm. didn't make the team especially i i think actually that probably would have depressed me because I, I was over in london and there was such a buzz in the uk for team gb mm-hmm. that it was obnoxious yep yeah but if you were part of team gb you must have loved it yeah that's true that's true um so how much are we talking about let himself go let himself go. All right. So he definitely let himself go to the tune of, and my, my problem is I can't really do determine the how, how, how much he let himself go in terms of his well, weight. Well, tell us what the article says. All right. It says uh, he has grown and ballooned over 14 stone. Okay. What's 14 stone? But there was another, there was also another thing. Okay. So 14 stone or 94 kgs. But what did you call it before? You said uh, kegs. 94 <laughs> kegs. <laughs> yeah, 94 <laughs> kegs. That would be very heavy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. He was 14.8 stone or 94 kegs. Yeah. KGs. Kilo- kilograms. Kilograms. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we okay. went over this. There's okay. 2.2 pounds per kilogram. Your mom really doesn't think I went to Virginia. Oh, man. <laughs> 
I don't think there was a class teaching what the conversion of. I know because you should I already it, know that it was in the back of your little composition notebook. Too. <laughs> I'm sure it was not. Yes, it was. She's right. right. Well, he ballooned to 94. The fact that they kilograms. they use the term ballooned, I think, <laughs> yeah. gives us an accurate representation. That well, they they show pictures. He has a proper gut. Yeah, he definitely does. I'll sh- I'll show Joanna the pictures here. Uh, that's where he was 94 uh, wow. kgs kegs kilograms are you saying that he he weighed 94 kilograms or are you saying that he put on 94 kilograms? no he weighed okay that's that's a little over 200 pounds okay for a guy who was about 130 mm-hmm. um or about 125 130 what's his height in centimeters uh it doesn't <laughs> say he looks like a, a regular you know 5 10 5 11 type guy what's his height in beer cans <laughs> It's probably about <laughs> forty-five beer cans. I forty-five guess. beer cans. Right. <laughs> so, so he weighed ninety-four <laughs> kegs, and he was forty-five beer cans high. <laughs> yes. So he let himself go to the point where, uh, you know, it was almost to the point of no return. Thirty-two years old. His buddies bet him that he would not be able to break sixteen minutes in the five k in 2017 all right so so this is five years removed from being in elite shape yep five years removed yeah and so his buddies challenge him you know frankly save his life um he has to break 16 minutes in the 5k this year or he gets 17 other names tattooed on his body uh if he if he if he breaks this the, the 16 minute barrier he gets a cool and, and Docs, you're going to have to help me out with this one. Uh, 1700 I'm not sure what that... It looks like a dollar sign, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a fancy L, doesn't it? Yeah, whatever that is. Those are pounds, dude. 1,700 <laughs> pounds from each of his buddies. No, each of the s- no, he gets 100 pounds from each buddy oh, for a total of 1,700 17, pounds. 1,700 pounds, yeah, yeah gotcha. Uh, so how much money is that can we do the conversion on that well i'm not sure what the exchange rate is now sometimes it's two to one okay so uh but i don't know what happens since i haven't checked since i haven't been there in a while um so you could say that could be anywhere from 1700 to 3400 dollars. wow okay. basically saying like everybody's putting 100 bucks on the line okay so 100 bucks on the line. although but actually it's 100 quid on the line 100 quid on the line. Mm-hmm. When, when does he have to run this time by? By the end of 2017. Anytime in this year? Anytime in this year. So it's not like one specific race. It's just like yep. when he's fit, he should go. He, he goes and runs. Goes and does if a 5K. He, if he runs a race and he fails before the end of the year, can he, he can he gets run. another chance. He gets to keep running. Yep. Okay. Yep. Hmm. And right Joanna, it sounds like you think that he should just get one chance. <laughs> what do you think? Or I think that he should, um, the, then the total of the money that he gets goes down if he races and he's not in shape yet. All right. Well, I mean, I, I like I like the cleanliness of it. I like it's either you do it or you don't in 2017. Mm-hmm. And here's the money that goes and here's the tattoos that go. Well, I'm likening it also to the, the and I hope that, I hope this bet is actually happening Mm-hmm. Unlike the poker bet that we spent a lot of time talking <laughs> right, about, right, right, oh, true. with that, that guy in the marathon, yeah, yeah never thought happened. that he was going to run yeah. a, a marathon in the track in hundred yeah. degree weather, right? What a waste of our time, <laughs> right? <laughs> Can we make sure that they're going through with this before we talk about it anymore? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I think it, I, I think it is happening. Um, it looks like a reliable news source, the, mm-hmm. the Sun. It's a U- UK <laughs> news. <laughs> <laughs> company it's it, it's in a british accent yeah, so it must yeah, be real it's gotta be real 
Uh, but he, uh, so if, if he does it, you know, he gets the money. If he doesn't do it, he gets the tattoos. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I, if I ballooned to that amount of stones, oh, I would, I would expect my friends to challenge me to save my life. Farley, when I got fat, Farley told me that he would give me $50,000 if I broke a, a certain time in the marathon. I did. And I almost made he it. Almost I almost did, did it. <laughs> I ran every step with him. Uh-huh. Were you prepared to make that payment? It was going to be over he, a long period it, yeah, of time. Yeah, um, towards the end, like I was, I was training was pretty good. Uh, and so like the weeks coming into it, Farley was like, okay, can we pay you off in 10 years? Yeah, it was going to be a uh, number like, we'll of put you on payroll. I'm going to yeah. have to do it this <laughs> oh, way, yeah, like pay you through this. Like he really was like started planning like, oh my God, how am I going to do this? Yep. Uh, he, Lug- he lucky close. for him, I, I failed. <laughs> but it was closer than I expected. So, uh, so stay tuned. We will update you on Colin McCourt and his progress throughout the year. Well, I'm impressed that he has 17 friends. <laughs> right? 17 good do you think friends those are like, yeah, do you think would, that like he really has 17 friends or is it just like people who wanted to get in on that bet? That's true. That is a lot of friends. Yeah. Yeah, who would be ready to pay, you know, $100 or over $100 each. That's how how close of a friend do you th- do you think that like what do you think the relationship should be to get in on that bet? I think think if if you're kai shy level, then you should be able to get in. Yeah. Well, just in general terms, I don't know how many people can relate to that. <laughs> um, you got to talk to them at, at least, you know, text, you know, group me, chat room. You got to talk to them at least once a week. Well, that throws out most of those people <laughs> that you told for me. I'd have like two people. Joanna, what do you, what do you think would be the level for uh, getting a friend's name tattooed on you? Ugh, I would never get anyone's name tattooed on me. 1700 quid. I, I, this is why I don't like to bet because I, d- yeah. I don't want I don't want <laughs> names on me and I don't want to take that risk that the money's not worth it. It's not yeah. worth it for somebody else's name tattooed on me. So Farley, we have a little bit more information on Joanna's tattoos now. <laughs> right. She won't she won't tell us what they are, but we know they're not names. That's a good point. All right, other in the news uh, topic here today that I wanted to bring up and talk to you guys about. It was the half marathon cheater. Yes. Let's uh, talk about that. We we mentioned Fort Lauderdale earlier today. And Did your uh, mom cheat in a half <laughs> no, marathon? No, no. Uh, Outed by an Ohio blogger? <laughs> Jane Sue, uh, she's a food and fitness writer in New York City, mm-hmm. uh, r- ran the Publix Fort Lauderdale a1a half marathon now when you say second place now when you say ran did you you use air quotes that people didn't see uh, she she no she did run she, okay she, she finished and had a finishing time of one hour and 21 minutes so she ran 121 for a half marathon yeah so that's, that's 615 615 pace that's flying yeah. yeah um so she was you know second place overall accepted her award and moved on with with her day. Everybody moved, moved on. on with her life. Moved on with her life. Uh-huh. Uh, that chapter's closed. But somehow, seventeen hundred quid richer. <laughs> so s- somehow, a Ohio blogger wasn't convinced that she had run that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the race timer was a little concerned about her pacing because at, at some point during the race she was running around you know 640 pace and then all of a sudden she finishes and would have to run 545 pace so she he questioned it mm-hmm. that second half of the race would have had to be running 545s could happen but you know the race timer said yeah probably not likely so he brought it up and then the woman 
you know, showed her Strava oh, record of the event okay. and, and said, here's my 13.1 miles and, and, and the time that I said that I ran and it showed the same time that was on record for the, the for the, in the huh. results. Was the date the Case same? closed. <gasps> Did somebody else wear her, do her Strava? No, no. Um, no, she actually did the 13.1 miles that on a bike. same day. Oh. Exactly. Really? So, uh, seriously? Bike share? So uh, the 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 guy, uh, his name, is, the, the blogger, Derek Murphy, somehow has, he's become this guy who's, is is independently checking race he's, results. He's locked in outing, an ivory tower. <laughs> and outing people. Um Somehow, some way, and he is like this, like Sherlock Holmes uh-huh. of 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 race results. So he went to her Strava account, it's, which Strava uh, we've talked about is you know a social media has app the, where, bubbles. Where, the bubbles where, where people yeah. you know post their time. She had posted the time and let that app pull from her GPS data from her watch, and and then uh, didn't realize it was actually time stamped. So what she had done, and this is what Derek Murphy f- figured out after doing the research, she had biked the course after the race, using her Garmin, pacing herself exactly at that 121 pace, 121.46, doing the exact course, so you would have the map of the exact course, but what she didn't realize it has a date stamp, but it also has a time stamp. So did she realize after she'd initially run the race that she was under suspicion of cheating? Yes, she did realize that. Okay. So that's because the race timer. Oh, because the timer had immediately her. Okay. says to her, like, that's kind of fast. And then she, you know, shows, shows her actual, her, uh, you know, she, she's, she somehow convinces them that it was, that it was her actually, uh, doing so, the race. Okay. So but so, but wait, I'm confused. So if she ran the 121, but then later had biked it, so how did she, yeah, how she, she cheat during the race? Did she just like... So she cut the course, and there was oh. an out and back that she cut. So she cut off about a mile and a half or so. Wow. And, uh, and then the guy, the sleuth, the detective, even did further research by taking a picture from from her from the race and the high-res picture getting some sort of program that that went and and focused in just on her watch and as he looked at her 235 it displayed the time of 12207 which is you know roughly the time yeah but the incorrect mileage he could read it from the photo of 11.65 that's awesome so two things he found her Strava data was from in the afternoon when she biked the course, and he found this picture of 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 her where her her time said one twenty two as she finished, yeah, and her watch said eleven point six five miles. So, um, this is amazing. But first of all, like, was there prize money on the line? Why did she cheat? I, I think there. Um, I think there was prize money because uh, not, i not i also have done that race before i don't know oh, i thought you can say i've cheated before <laughs> yeah, i know wow bombshell uh, no i did that race before that was the worst marathon i've ever done because it was so hot etc cetera, etc cetera. Right. so i was pretty delirious during the race so i don't remember anything about the course obviously okay. this but is her that's her excuse in case she gets sleuthed out for <laughs> cheating <laughs> Del- delirious that's delirious i didn't run fast so it doesn't matter but i just like i it's a small race like right. it's i, I 
Why would you cheat? I, yeah. I don't understand the Maybe motivation. Maybe she wanted a qualifying time. Yeah. Oh, is that does that qualify her for something? You I think New York, New York City. I bet you that's a New York. That. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, because it's one twenty. Like it's one twenty three. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it's that. I I don't know. You find something that's far away from home that you think nobody's gonna notice. You get yourself a but qualifying Derek's time. But Derek's on that. Derek. Yeah. <laughs> Derek is yeah, the guy's doing God's work. And <laughs> <laughs> somewhere in Ohio, he is doing God's work in an but, ivory tower. <laughs> well. <laughs> Well, she later it did finally admit it after she was called out, which I hate people who when they you know apologize after they well they apologize for getting caught right. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry that I was caught. Right, I uh, I didn't ever mean to get caught. <laughs> well, she said I made a horrible choice. I was feel I wasn't feeling well, so I cut the course and headed to the finish line. I got swept away in the moment and pretended I ran the entire course when I, in fact, cheated and I should have disqualified myself. Oh, well, I, okay, that makes sense. I forgive her. <laughs> Don't you guys? <laughs> yeah, you're right. She was, uh, she was upset she got caught. So uh, I am but, so sorry that I got caught, guys. Yeah. So sorry. So if you think, you're, you're, if you think you are going to cut a race course, not only is Lisa Reeves going to find you, but so is Derek Murphy. Mm-hmm. So uh, don't think twice. Just or, don't do it, don't guys. Don't do it. Don't do it. Just be true to yourself. That's right. And to your school. What's what's her name again? Jane So C S E O. Jane S E O. Yeah, Jane. I gave her an elite entry into the New Jersey Marathon. The one, or the one coming up, or the one last year? No, no, this year. Wait, you're kidding? No, seriously, I did. She's in the elite field. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're. We, we didn't plan this. I mean, this. You're kidding. So. <laughs> So for our, for our listeners, Joanna, she's yeah. very sorry that she got caught. <laughs> yeah. Well, for our listeners, so I'm the elite coordinator for Pacers races, as some of you may know, but I'm also doing the New Jersey Marathon yeah, elite which, entry. Which so is pe- one of the Pacers races. Yeah. Yeah. So people send me um, requests for entry into the elite field. You're kidding. And I guess I needed Derek. I'm I'm not <laughs> up to his level. <laughs> right. Yeah. Wow. Well, did we give her a free entry for? The we race? did. Yeah. Wow. Well, at least there's not the awkwardness of a refund. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I know. I mean, I mean, she's from New York City, a food and fitness writer from New York City. It would make sense she would do the New Jersey Marathon. We get a ton of folks from New York City to do that race. She did. She use the Fort Lauderdale time to <laughs> to get her elite status for this. New no, Jersey Marathon. no. She had emailed me a long time ago, so now I wonder if any of her results are real. I mean, she's a good runner. I mean, uh, uh, even running the time, you know, eleven. 0.65 miles and 122 is is pretty solid but maybe not elite and solid. do we want that caliber person no. mm. wow i can't put we we literally didn't sounds like there needs to out. be a discussion offline yeah. Yeah. All right. well, uh, we is, should yeah. we should not dive into this we, we any don't need, further we don't need to hash but this that is amazing that's that an amazing incredible. coincidence yeah. although joanna gets mad at me when i use the word coincidence yeah, <laughs> that, is, that is incredible All right, this podcast, of course, is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with five area D.C. locations. Pacers Running is for every run. We do have a store in Princeton, New Jersey, and we have the New Jersey Marathon also last week in April. So still you can sign up for that. You can sign up for all our races. The Parkway Classic still available. Uh, That's runpacers.com backslash races to sign up for all the races. And, of course, the podcast is brought to you by the best book out there right now, Like Father, Like Son, Matt Sensuitz's autobiography. We're getting it next week, guys. So we, we should store. have it in store next week. Um, highly recommend reading it. Because if you're saying we're getting it next week, 
uh, then we can go write Derek in his ivory tower. <laughs> Do you think he does like uh, New Year's resolution bets? Uh, hope, Farley's not getting the book till next week, but he claimed that this is a book he read in January. Hopefully, for for, for my sake, we don't need Derek not. to crack hopefully, this case. Hopefully, not for my sake. But you meant in store to sell. In store to sell, exactly. Uh, also, next week, more news on the sweatshirt, the exclusive sweatshirt coming out. Uh, we will have more news on that. This is a teaser for a story teaser, next week. Teaser for next week. Ooh. One final thing, guys. A sad note. Um, Ray Boss, who is a track official in Montgomery County, great guy, passed away last week. He was 65 years old. I know we got a lot of listeners, uh, Montgomery County coaches. Everybody in Montgomery County knew him, the best track official out there. So my condolences to Ray's family. Uh, met him a number of times, just a great guy. All right, guys, episode 95 in the books. Thanks again to Liam Purdy for joining us here in studio. Great story, and you can follow him, Grandmaster Purdy, on Twitter. Follow his progress. Awesome story. Thanks for sharing it here on Pace the Nation. All right, thanks to Kelly, the intern. Thanks to you, the listener. Really appreciate your support through these 95 episodes, and thanks, of course, to our co-host, William E. Dox and Joanna E. Russo. I'm Chris Farley. This is Pace the Nation. said anything about our episode 95 guest being born in 95 oh i didn't i forgot yeah Ugh. yeah you forgot but i am i am working on uh a, the jay billis book uh and that let's let's be honest I, I don't have to be a detective to know that you're lying you're not <laughs> you're not reading a book i am Got a well, how many is ninety four kegs one hundred fourteen eight stones? What's Not that? Kegs, it's kilograms. What is that? What does that mean? There's two point two pounds per kilogram. So guy's almost two hundred pounds. He. Uh, Can you text him back and say never text uh, me again? <laughs>